We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of 10 Things with former Chiefs reporter B.J. Kissel, giving you all the stats, stories, rankings, and records you can handle for the next 30 minutes. 10 Things is presented by Kansas City Strength and Conditioning. For the baseball or softball player you know who is looking to get better, call KC Strength and Conditioning. This is what they do. And now, let's go to B.J. Kissel for the latest installment of 10 Things. I mean, I think you know what it means. I'm not going to be scared to throw it. I mean, I'm going to keep shooting. I think that's, that's what it takes in order to win. You don't want to play scared and timid. And when you throw an interception, kind of shut down. And I think, I think that's, how, that's the uh, worst way. You lose games that way. I agree with Patrick Mahomes, and despite the three interceptions, a pretty good game uh, from Mahomes outside of those three plays, which we'll hear a little bit more from him later in this show. But that game yesterday uh, between the Chiefs and Broncos, based on what we heard at KC Sports Network on our live postgame show last night, Chiefs fans seem to be pretty split on how to feel about it. But the facts are the Chiefs left Denver with a 34-28 victory and now stay with that 10-3 and record, stay atop the AFC with the Buffalo Bills for the best record in the conference, keeping their shot at a first-round bye and home field advantage in the playoffs very much alive. I'm BJ Kissel, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of 10 Things presented by our friends at KC Strength and Conditioning. If you know somebody in the Kansas City area who needs baseball or softball training ages 8 to 18, call my friend John Renzi at 913-638-8960. That's KC Strength and Conditioning, your go-to place for baseball or softball training in the Kansas City area. Now, this particular show, 10 Things, if this is your first time watching it, know this. This is about information, stats, records, nuggets, and fun things to help you look smarter to your friends. And these things I'm going to go through, they're what stood out to me, the records, the pace, all of those cool little nuggets. Uh, These are 10 things that stood out to me following Sunday's win over the Broncos. It's also our attempt to help not normalize the greatness that we're watching in this golden age of Chiefs football right now. It's never been better uh, time to be a Chiefs fan, and here is more context to prove it. Starting with number one, the Chiefs reach a 1,000-game milestone. Just a cool nugget in the franchise's history. That was the 1,000th game played uh, between the regular season and postseason, and the Chiefs during that time have a 534 
to 454 and 12 record. So they've got a winning record across the thousand games in their franchise's history. Pretty cool little nugget. Not something I heard during the broadcast and maybe I missed it, but did not hear them talk about that. But pretty cool little uh, little nugget there. All right. Number two, Chiefs continue their streak against the Broncos with the 34-28 win at Denver. That was Kansas City's 14th consecutive win over the Broncos, one of their AFC West rivals. And that extends the franchise record for the most consecutive wins against a single opponent. The streak of 14 straight wins against the Broncos ties for the fifth longest streak of wins against a single opponent in NFL history. Again, looking at just the Chiefs record book, this consecutive streak of 14 games is the longest ever started on November 15th, 2015 obviously extends through the game on Sunday. And it's fun to know that the second longest streak in franchise history for most wins against an opponent was also the Denver Broncos. But that was from November 1st, 1964 through November 27th of 1969. So been a while since the chiefs had won that many games against another particular opponent. All right, and then in terms of the NFL record book for most consecutive victories versus a single opponent, this is going back to 1970. Again, Chiefs tied for the fifth longest uh, streak of consecutive wins. They get one more against Denver. Uh, looks like New Year's Day, I believe they meet again. Uh, that would be the 15th win. That would move them into a tie for third place uh, with the New England Patriots had won 15 straight against the Buffalo Bills from December 27th, 2003 to December 26, 2010. And then the Washington Commanders, then the football, the football team, the Redskins, Washington had beaten Detroit 15 straight times back from October 11th, 1970 through November 9th, 1997. So jumping across divisions there. And then the most, if you are curious, is the Miami Dolphins over the Buffalo Bills won 20 straight games from October 28th, 1970 to October 14th, 1979. So still have a little ways to go. Still got a few years before they can get uh, to flirting with the NFL record for most consecutive wins. But uh, like the streak that the Chiefs are on right now, always great to beat your opponent, especially when we're talking about a division rival. Uh, let's move on to number three. That's Andy Reid hits double-digit wins again with that win against the Broncos. Coach Reid now has recorded his 17th season as an NFL head coach with at least 10 wins in a season. It moves out, him out of a tie with Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Tom Landry for sole possession of the third most 10-win seasons by a head coach in NFL history. Again, these are the types of things that is about not normalizing what we've seen. Andy Reid has now been in Kansas City for 10 years, has the most wins uh, at Arrowhead for a Chiefs head coach. I believe he got that just a couple weeks ago, passing Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, but right now, Andy Reid trails only Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Don Shula and one day Hall of Fame head coach Bill Belichick, uh, who both have 20 seasons of at least 10 wins. And Andy Reid now has eight straight 10 win seasons with the chiefs from 2015 all the way through this year, uh, already getting that 10th win here in what week 14. And that's tying uh, George Seifert for the longest streak of 10 win seasons by a head coach in NFL history. He now only trails bill Belichick's NFL record of 17 consecutive seasons with at least 10 wins. So in terms of consecutive seasons, got a little ways to go, but overall uh, Andy Reed special uh, to be, in the, the conversation 
uh, with coaches like Don Shula, Bill Belichick, and those guys for um, the 10 win season. So pretty special. Another way to not normalize the consistent success that we've seen under Andy Reid here in Kansas City. All right, moving on to number four, Travis Kelsey shatters the record books. Kelsey's got a lot of stuff, so buckle up. We've got a lot of Travis Kelsey uh, nuggets right now. With his 71 receiving yards on his four catches in Sunday's game, Travis Kelsey eclipsed the 10,000-yard receiving mark for his career. If you've been on social media or watched the game, they talked about it quite a bit as Kelsey becomes just the second player and second tight end in franchise history to reach 10,000 career receiving yards with the Chiefs joining Pro Football Hall of Famer Tony Gonzalez. Kelsey is the fifth tight end in NFL history to eclipse 10,000 career receiving yards and now sits just 16 yards shy of passing Pro Football Hall of Fame tight end Shannon Sharp for fourth place on the all-time list for receiving yards by a tight end. Again, uh, we talked about Kelsey being the greatest tight end in NFL history, and uh, the more numbers he continues to put up, the more of these types of things he continues to do. Again, sitting right now fifth all-time in career receiving yards by a tight end, trailing only Shannon Sharp, Antonio Gates, Jason Witten, and Tony Gonzalez. In terms of this season, uh, Shannon Sharp, if he gets what we talked about, those 16 yards, he'll pass Shannon Sharp and move into fourth place all-time. It's going to be very difficult for him to move into third place and passing Antonio Gates, who's got about 1,800 yards more uh, right now. So that will be something for next year, the year beyond, and then about 5,000 yards shy or just over 5,000 yards shy of Tony Gonzalez for most receiving yards by a tight end in NFL history. I just need to play a few more seasons for that. And we know Travis Kelsey reached that 10,000 yard milestone in just his 140th game, becoming the fastest tight end in NFL history to hit that mark. Uh, He bested Tony Gonzalez's previous record of 177 games. Kelsey beat it by 37 games. So we're talking two full seasons. Travis Kelsey hit 10,000 yards receiving by a tight end faster than the next best guy uh, or next fastest guy in that regard. And Tony Gonzalez and Kelsey's mark of 140 games to 10,000 career receiving yards ties wide receiver AJ Green for the 16th fastest time to 10,000 yards by any pass catcher, wide receiver or tight end in NFL history, uh, which again, talked about Travis Kelsey being used as a tight end and Andy Reid adjusting his offense to be using him as a tight end, but just very special uh, when we're talking about surpassing records by two full seasons, again, hitting 10,000 yards, 37 games faster than the next top guy. Here's Travis Kelsey after the game on Sunday talking about the victory. Uh, honestly, right now, the win means more than any any of those stats. Um, everybody's kind of been talking about me getting those stats at some point this year, so I mean, it was it was on everybody's radar. <clears throat> um, but to come up here and get a win, and and uh, you know, be a part of the the crowd that ha- that is the ten thousand crew, you know, and Gates, Witten, Gonzalez, who am I forgetting? Here? Shannon Sharp, man, the Bronco himself, man, the main guy I was chasing today. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, all those guys are. Uh, it's uh, that's unbelievable company to be in, and I've been very fortunate that I've had the the coaches and the players around me to, um, you know, be able to have as much success in the NFL as I have. Again, this Travis Kelsey after Sunday's win over the Broncos, hitting records and milestones that nobody in the history of the game has done. Is again 
fastest to 10,000 receiving yards. And then he talks about his teammates. Uh, he talks about the win being most important. And that stuff resonates. If you've been watching the show or heard anything I've said, that stuff matters. And they've got leadership on both sides of the ball, the Chiefs do. So uh, I know Chiefs fans upset that they didn't blow them out. They're accepted by getting out to a, t- uh, a big lead. And then the Broncos coming back, all of those things. Uh, but in general, its team is moving in the right direction. They are 10 and three uh, and have everything they want in front of them. I know Travis Kelly said he doesn't care about the records, but but we do. We love this stuff. We love to brag on our guys. And we've got more uh, from Travis Kelsey because his with his 71 receiving yards in Sunday's game, he also crossed the 1,000-yard mark for the 2022 NFL season, marking his franchise record extending seventh straight season with 1,000 yards receiving or more. Uh, just special. And all those obviously are consecutive Um and his 7,000-yard seasons are the most in NFL history by a tight end, leading second place by three seasons. And that was four with Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski, and Jason Witten all doing that. Also extends Kelsey's streak of consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, like I mentioned, to seven, the most by a tight end in NFL history. Greg Olson is the only other tight end in NFL history to record even three consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, and Olson did that uh, between 2014 and 2016. So Kelsey's seventh consecutive 1,000-yard season moves him into a tie for the seventh longest streak of 1,000-yard seasons in NFL history for any pass catcher, and that's tying wide receivers Lance Allworth, Brandon Marshall, Jimmy Smith, Reggie Wayne. Uh, just special company there when talking about pass catchers and not just tight ends. Um, only Tampa Bay wide receiver Mike Evans, who has eight uh, consecutive, entered the 2022 season with a longer active streak of consecutive 1,000-yard seasons than Travis Kelsey. Again, you can we can gloss it up every way that we want, but it's just absolutely special what we've been seeing from Travis Kelsey. No other way to put it. And one more Travis Kelsey nugget. His seven consecutive seasons now with 80 or more receptions, which he passed the 80 reception mark on Sunday as well, are the longest streak of consecutive seasons by a tight end in NFL history ahead of a trio of players with Todd Christensen, Jimmy Graham, and Jason Witten, who are all tied for second with four consecutive 80-catch seasons. Kelsey's seven straight 80-catch seasons are tied for the fourth longest streak of such seasons by any pass catcher in NFL history. Kelsey is now tied with Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver Tim Brown and Brandon Marshall and trails only Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver Jerry Rice, Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver Marvin Harrison, and wide receiver Torrey Holt. That wraps up our Travis Kelsey section of this episode. Just special. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Let's move on to another guy who's been doing some pretty special stuff, and that is Patrick Mahomes. This is the Patrick Mahomes section of this episode of 10 Things. Um, a lot more than just one, but we're going to give him this whole section because we got to fit everybody else in here as well, or it's going to be like 26 things uh, every time. And then we have to update the title of the show every week, and it just it's a lot more work, everybody. We're sorry. But let's get to Patrick Mahomes section with Sunday's victory. Patrick Mahomes is now 25 and three against AFC West opponents in his career. And he's 15 and zero on the road. Again, Patrick Mahomes is undefeated on the road against the AFC West division. We talked about the chiefs winning 14 straight uh, over the Broncos. Patrick Mahomes 15 and zero in his career on the road against the AFC West. I might say that like four different times because it is bonkers uh, to talk about that for a player as young as he is. I believe he's 27 years old. Uh, always need to uh, put that <laughs> disclaimer in there as well and talking about some of the records and paces and uh, where he stands on the all-time Chiefs record mark. Sometimes I don't know how to feel about some of those records. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes crossed the 4,000-yard passing mark on Sunday with his 352 yards passing again against the Broncos, which coming into that game, one of the top defenses in the NFL had only allowed more than 20 points three times this season. And with Patrick Mahomes crossing that 4,000-yard passing mark, he did that for the fifth time in his career, joining Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback Peyton Manning as the only players in NFL history with at least 4,000 passing yards in five of their first six seasons. And with that win, Mahomes moved to 10-0 and against the Broncos himself, becoming the sixth quarterback since 1970 to win each of his first 10 career starts against an opponent again not normalizing greatness. And here is uh, one of Patrick Mahomes' buddies, Travis Kelsey, talking about him after the game. It's the play after the play that I like to, I like to call kind of the extended play that makes Pat Mahomes the best quarterback in the National Football League. Uh, even when you think you got us, we still got one five back there making plays. And uh... It's obviously talking about the pass to Jarek McKinnon, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, yeah, there's not a lot you can do uh, when Patrick Mahomes starts scrambling around, and it's already hard enough for the defensive backs to to stay with guys, uh, but when the receivers, the tight ends, the running backs, everybody on these scramble plays are all on the same page of just get open because this guy's going to make a play, uh, just makes those guys fight that much harder to get open. Those guys staying locked in, not giving up on plays, all those things uh, matter when you got a quarterback doing the things that we've seen from Patrick Mahomes, uh, who eclipsed. 300 yards again in this game as he completed 28 of 42 for 352 yards uh, against the Broncos. It marks Mahomes' 39th career game with 300 or more passing yards and is his eighth 300-yard game of this season in a season that a lot of people thought it was going to be a downtime. 
uh, because of uh, one player they lost. There was a lot of a lot of hate, a lot of things being said that uh, turned out not to be true at all. Uh, Chiefs still leading the league in a ton of offensive categories, and Patrick Mahomes uh, still. Up there with Jalen Hurts, uh, I believe I saw that he's now Jalen Hurts is the favorite to win MVP. Those things will go back and forth. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes had his 39th, 300 or more passing yard games. And that's the most in franchise history and the most in the league since 2017. And his eight 300 yard passing games are tied for the third most in a single season in franchise history. Again, we've got what four games left to go in the regular season as Patrick Mahomes. Uh, tied for third with Trent Green, who had eight 300-yard passing games back in t- 2004. And Patrick Mahomes is looking to break the record of the two guys ahead of him, which are also, you guessed it, Patrick Mahomes, who had 10 300-yard passing games in 2018 and nine 300-yard passing games in 2020. So I think it would be pretty special to see Patrick Mahomes, what, in three of the final four games of the regular season, go for over 300 yards so he can set the record for most 300-yard passing games in Chiefs franchise history. Again, in a season that uh, a lot of people thought was going to be a down year or at least a um, a reset year for the Chiefs offense because a lot of new faces and losing the most explosive player in NFL history and Tyree Kill, who's continuing to do his thing down in Miami. But the Chiefs offense, they just keep rolling. We can't talk about Patrick Holmes' game yesterday and not talk about those interceptions because, granted, just three plays out of many, but – most important thing offensively, take care of the football. Uh, he talked about it after the game. Andy Reid talked about it after the game. Really provided a spark for the Broncos. A lot People have a lot of strong opinions on the Chiefs' defense and allowing them to get back into it. But the catalysts for many of that were these turnovers, giving those short fields. The first two touchdowns the Broncos scored were off of Patrick Mahomes' interceptions. And here's Patrick Mahomes after the game talking about those interceptions. Just three bad decisions. Uh, if you look at them, uh, the, the first one, Probably just took the easy throw to outside, try to force it to Kels. Um, the, the the second one, I really was just trying to burn it, and the, he, I mean, he made a hell of a play. I was trying to just throw it away at someone's feet. Um, and then the third one was just it's bad, bad, just because the situation. Um, we're, we're in field range, especially here at altitude, and we if I throw the ball away, no one's open, so just throw the ball away and let Harrison end the game. But uh, <clears throat> luckily for me, the, the rest of the team stepped up. Um, defense made a lot of stops in, in critical moments. Uh, when we were putting them in some bad situations. Um, and I thought even like special teams, they made the field goals. Tommy flipped the field a couple of uh, great times for us. Um, and um, the guys around me stepped up and made some plays happen. Yeah, one of those times that he's talking about the defense making a stop uh, in a big moment was uh, after the huge play, um, the beginning of the second half, uh, the screen pass went for 70 yards and a touchdown or whatever uh, the yardage was. Uh, but offense goes out there, gets three and out, and the defense kind of settles things a little bit. Uh, again, closer than any of us wanted to, especially after 27 nothing. I put out on social media that I'm hoping Chad Henney plays in the second half of this game and pretty much jinxed it. I think right after that was the first interception. So if you're looking at somebody to blame, blame me. Uh, for that, but uh, that wraps up our Patrick Mahomes section uh, in this episode of 10 Things. Again, we appreciate all you for hanging out. This show is presented by my friends at KC Strength and Conditioning. Again, call John Renzi. If you know somebody that uh, needs baseball or softball training in the Kansas City area, played baseball with John growing up, uh, he's always been that guy uh, to know how to maximize a body's performance and what it needs to get the most out of it on a baseball or softball diamond. All right, let's move on to number six. Uh, on our 10 things, and that is Jarek McKinnon uh, having one of the most um, <laughs> crazy plays in a – we talk about this all the time. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' highlight reel each year could be anybody's best ever. 
Um, but the touchdown, the 56 yard touchdown, he threw to Jet McKinnon will be on Patrick Mahomes highlight video uh, when he goes to the camp. It will be on every highlight reel of every highlight reel that Patrick Mahomes uh, ever has. That's how special this player was. Um, as the note reads, uh, thanks to the Chiefs communication department, that Jarek McKinnon parlayed an impromptu sidearm pass from Mahomes on a 56-yard touchdown at the beginning of the second quarter. That 56-yard touchdown marked the longest reception of McKinnon's career, and then he scored on a seven-yard receiving touchdown with 7.23 left on the clock in the second quarter as well. And on top of setting a career-high uh, long reception with that 56-yarder, McKinnon cemented a single-season career-high four receiving touchdowns this season with his two touchdowns on Sunday against the Broncos. He finished the contest with 22 rushing yards on six carries as well. And the 112 receiving yards on seven catches and two touchdowns just wrapped up a fantastic day for McKinnon. And that 112 yards is the second time in his career. He's gone over a hundred yards receiving in a game, just very special uh, to see Jarek McKinnon uh, make the plays that he was for the chiefs offense. Not running a lot of the same plays that we'd see, but when you don't have Kadarius Tony, we don't have McCole Hardman, who may be returning. He could he could return against the Houston Texans this week. It'll be something to pay attention to uh, throughout some of the injury reports and uh, some of the media stuff that Coach Reed, when he gets asked by the media uh, as far as what McCole Hardman's availability will be, uh, some more coming on that. But uh, Jarek McKinnon just providing that spark for the offense of a guy who can take a short pass um, like we saw in the flat. Um, those wheel routes, some of those shorter passes out of the backfield, get the linebackers, everybody thinking. Uh, I mean, we saw in the playoffs last year, Jarek McKinnon is one of the more underrated um, offensive weapons for this Chiefs team. Always seems to make a big play, especially when you get down into the, you know, the defense's 40, 30-yard line, those strike distances. Uh, a lot of screens always seems to make a big play. So um, shout out to Jarek McKinnon, who spoke about that crazy play from Patrick Mahomes after the game. He peeped at me, but I wasn't sure what he was going to do with it. So I kind of was just waiting to see what happened. And um, he got it out there. He gave me time to get to it. I mean, you, you've seen it since he's been in the league. He's been doing, you know, amazing things like that. And, um, you know, we are, they always emphasize scramble drill, you know, throughout camp and the season. And, um, you know, whenever he breaks the pocket, um, I think guys do a pretty good job at getting over. You know, mostly like he finds Kelsey on some crazy stuff most of the time. And, um, you know, just try and be there for him. And um, like I said, man, he made an amazing play. And that was Jarek McKinnon after the game last night. It just makes me laugh that he says, maybe he peeked at me. I don't know. They don't even have to – they understand the quarterback doesn't have to be looking at him uh, to give him a ball, let alone give him a ball and have him go 56 yards on a touchdown on a no-look grenade toss pass, uh, which, again, is going to be on a highlight reel for Patrick Mahomes forever. So shout-out to Jarek McKinnon, uh, who's going to uh, live in the highlight reels forever. Uh, with that play from Patrick Mahomes, similar to what we saw earlier this year, I believe it was against the Bucs, uh, the touchdown to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, where he ran along the sideline and kind of threw a similar type pass uh, inside, you know, like the two-yard line. So everybody remembers that play as well. So shout-out to Jarek McKinnon, uh, continues to get it done for the Chiefs offense in a big way. All right, let's move on to number seven, uh, and that's Juju Smith-Schuster gets his touchdown. It was his third touchdown of the season. Put the Chiefs up 34-21 and uh, seemingly kind of nailed the, nailed the game down for the Chiefs in what turned out to be a big win, even though it wasn't the way that we wanted the Chiefs to finish out that game with that 27 to nothing lead early. Most important thing is that they got that 
uh, got that victory. And that was and that fact that Juju finished the game with a team high nine receptions, went for 74 yards and his one touchdown. And cool nugget here per next gen stats out on Twitter that Patrick Mahomes uh, time to throw on that touchdown to Juju Smith Schuster, 6.14 seconds. Uh, that is an unfair amount of time to ask any defensive back uh, to cover anybody, let alone when you're you don't need to give anybody a whole lot of space uh, for Patrick Mahomes to be able to find them. So special uh, on that play, and Mahomes now has five touchdown passes on extended dropbacks, which, according to Next Gen Stats, an extended dropback means four or more seconds. So Mahomes has thrown five TD passes on extended dropbacks inside the opponent's 12-yard line this season. <laughs> Re, re-say this in other ways to make sure everybody understands, but no other quarterback has more than three such completions. So when he's inside the opponent's 12-yard line, inside the red zone, uh, he has five touchdowns where he scrambled for at least four seconds. Again, everything's constricted, not a lot of time, not a lot of time for guys to get open, not a lot of space. Um, and Patrick Mahomes, again, just continues to get it done. More fun stats, thanks to our friends over at Next Gen Stats. All right, let's move on to number eight. That's a house call for Willie Gay, who had one of the most impressive plays overall in this game as he intercepted a pass from Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson and returned it 47 yards for a touchdown in the game's second quarter. It was Gay's first career touchdown and his first interception on the season. A little surprising there, as I know he had uh, high hopes for himself coming into this season with interceptions and making plays in the passing game. But Willie Gay now owns three total interceptions in his career, and he finished Sunday afternoon uh, in that game with five solo tackles, including one tackle for loss, one pass defensed, and obviously that one big interception after the game. Willie Gay was asked about that play. I realized what kind of play it was. They were just trying to, you know, bring me down so they can get it over my head. So I was like, I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm, I wasn't gonna blitz, to, you know, to the quarterback. I was gonna try to get my hand up, and that's what I did. And luckily, it came right to me uh, once I knocked it down. So. After that, I just knew I had to make uh, Russ miss, and Russ was, you know, to the test, to the end zone. So, you're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Good stuff from Willie Gay. That was uh, one of the more impressive uh, plays that we have seen. And let's move on to number nine. Uh, nine and ten kind of blend together a little bit, but I'm going to give my guy George Karloftis his own uh, one here with number nine, and that's him disrupting uh, Russell Wilson. For a third straight week, uh, Karloftis recorded a sack. His sack was the fourth Ch- Chiefs sack of the day, and there are only two rookies 
that have more sacks right now than George Karloftis. And we've made jokes about it because I had predicted and kind of prognosticated that George Karloftis could break Derek Thomas's rookie sack record for the Chiefs, which I believe is 10 and a half. Uh, he's got three and a half sacks right now, so needs to pick up that pace a little bit. But in terms of pressures and disruptions and affecting the quarterback in the way that uh, defensive coordinators always mention, George Karloftis has been good in that area. He's been up there with Aiden Hutchinson, if not leading the NFL with uh, with pressures from rookie edge rushers again. Uh, but it is uh, a little surprising, and it stands out a little bit, that only two guys have more sacks than George Karloftis, and that is Aiden Hutchinson, who's got seven sacks for the Lions. And then uh, another Lions linebacker, James Houston, has four sacks. Those are the only two guys uh, that have more sacks than George Karloftis as a rookie edge rusher. So you could say that he has the most of any rookie edge rusher in the AFC. And his uh, Karloftis finished Sunday's game with three tackles, including one tackle for loss, the one sack, which uh, resulted in a loss of four yards and one other quarterback pressure. And Karloftis has continued to make the impact uh, impact the quarterback with his passes defensed with six so far this season, which is tied for third most on the team this year. Probably learning a lot from uh, Carlos Dunlap, who we've talked about often as the third most uh, passes defensed for any player since that became a stat uh, more than, I believe, 25 years ago. So great to see George Karloftis continuing to make an impact. You just got to average about one and a half, two sacks a game down the stretch uh, to break that record from uh, Derek Thomas. So can't put it past him. Uh, it's not like they're playing the greatest teams in the world uh, down the stretch, but uh, good stuff to see from George Karloftis starting to bring quarterbacks down as we get closer to the end of the regular season. All right. I know I said nine and 10 kind of blend together and number 10 just titled sack nation. Uh, the Chiefs defense continued to affect the quarterback at a high level on Sunday, uh, recording six sacks of Broncos quarterback, Russell Wilson in that game. And that six sacks is a season high for the Chiefs defense and the most since having nine at Denver back on October 17th, 2019. I remember that game. I was on the sideline for that game, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, this Chiefs defense is no stranger to high sack games, though. They have four other games this season with at least five sacks on the season. The Chiefs are 12-0 when recording six or more sacks on their opponents since head coach Andy Reid took over the Chiefs back in 2013. And through 63 seasons, the Chiefs have recorded six or more sacks 61 different times. And in those 61 games, the Chiefs, not surprisingly, pretty good. They're 55-5-1 and one, and, ex and outscored their opponents 1,793 to 753. So no shocker if you're bringing down the opposing quarterback a lot. Uh, you're probably giving your offense uh, some good field position and you're keeping the other team. Uh, from putting up points. So not a huge surprise to see those numbers, uh, but great to see the Chiefs defense continue to rack up sacks. They've got 42 as a group on the season, and that's after last year having only 31 throughout their 17-game regular season. And the fact that they've got 42 already this year uh, through just 13 games uh, is a testament uh, to Brett Veach and his coaching staff and everybody uh, for really taking care of an issue that a lot of us had talked about all offseason and whether it's the addition of Carlos Dunlap, uh, safeties and everybody getting after it on the back end. It's really not just one guy leading that. I know Chris Jones leads the team with 11 sacks, but uh, everybody's chipping in here, including George Karloftis, Mike Dana, um, who's right here on the next nugget. Mike Dana recorded a nine-yard sack of Russell Wilson in the first quarter of Sunday's game, and he's now tied his single-season career high with three sacks in 2022 uh, after having three sacks last year. 
Dana now has eight and a half career sacks and added three tackles, one of which was solo, including one tackle for loss and a quarterback pressure in Sunday's game as well. So it's a few different guys getting after it. And that's one thing that some Chiefs fans uh, and a lot of complained at different times. We complained last week against the Bengals because they were not getting any pass rush. So for them to come out and get it done against the Broncos on Sunday in that regard uh, was a welcome sight. Uh, Chris Jones forced a fourth down with his big sack um, as he took down Russell Wilson in the second quarter for a loss of eight yards. Uh, Chris Jones now has 11 sacks on the season, the second highest single season mark of his career after recording 15 and a half sacks back in 2018. And with today's sack, his career total now moves up to 60 and a half sacks. And Jones didn't just stop with that sack. He also had four solo tackles, including one for loss, two quarterback pressures and a pass defensed. All right, and Juan Thornhill, safety, recorded his first career sack in that game uh, in the first quarter against the Broncos yesterday. Um, It was an eight-yard loss on the play as he sacked Russell Wilson. It was the first quarterback sack, again, of Juan Thornhill's career. He finished the game with seven tackles, five of which were solo, including one tackle for loss, the sack, which netted a loss of eight yards, one quarterback pressure, and one pass defensed. All right, so great to see the Chiefs defense getting after it and getting after the quarterback. That's something we're going to need to continue to see, obviously, as they go down the stretch and playing teams that they should absolutely beat. Best way to do that, Patrick Mahomes, we talked about it earlier, take care of the football. Very few teams are going to be able to keep up. Um, no teams the Chiefs play down the stretch will be able to keep up with the Chiefs offense if they do not turn the ball over and give short fields and easy chances at points. Um, so they get that done on the offensive side, take care of the football and bring down the opposing quarterback. It's not a, only a good recipe for every team in the NFL to win, but definitely this Chiefs team that is going to have a better coach and a better quarterback and overall more talent in the teams they play over the next four weeks. Again, hoping to get that number one seed. Need the Buffalo Bills to drop a couple of games or drop at least one game, and they have got a much more difficult schedule than the Chiefs. Talking about the Buffalo Bills, who've got the Dolphins, the Bears, the Bengals, and the Patriots on tap to close out their regular season would be a little surprise to see the, the bills go four and down that stretch. And if they do, they've earned it and they've earned the number one seed uh, by not only beating the chiefs, but, uh, but the chiefs uh, not getting, not taking care of business against the Colts, which is always going to come back to haunt them and then dropping obviously that game to the Bengals. All right, let's move on to the final um, nugget in this one. And it's kind of a fun one. Um, Got to give the punter a little shout out here is Tommy Townsend is our number 11 bonus thing to know following this game. And his third year, punter Tommy Townsend set a career long with a 76-yard punt in the third quarter of Sunday's game. Townsend's out-punted his previous long by eight yards, which he recorded in his second year in the league last year. Townsend finished the game with three punts for 199 yards, including one inside the 20 and averaging 66.3 yards. His net average on his punts on Sunday against the Broncos was 52.7 yards. So we have talked a lot about Chiefs special teams this year. You go back to that game against the Colts, could seemingly say that cost them the win in that that phase of the game. Um, but for Tommy Townsend to flip the field like that was an underlying great thing, obviously, uh, coming out of this game. But you need... Uh, everybody to step up at different points. And maybe we'd be talking about this game a little differently if Tommy Townsend didn't go out and have such a fantastic performance and make things a little more difficult on the Broncos offense as they stormed back from that 27 to nothing deficit. Um, 
early in the game that obviously the turnovers gave him a short field had something to do with it but uh tommy townsend flipping the field a couple times was huge for the chiefs in this one and that's all we've got those are the 11 things i'm sure there's more nuggets and fun things to come out of this one if you've got some that we didn't mention let us know in the comment section uh spread that knowledge around let Chiefs fans know what uh what stood out to you from this performance um a lot of this stuff's going to be more on the positive end because we're talking about records and stats and those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs take care of the football a little bit better, tackle a little bit better, and not let teams that uh, shouldn't be hanging around hang around. Uh, they'll be in a good spot as we go down the stretch of the regular season. That you try to get that number one seed in the playoffs. Again, appreciate all you for hanging out on this episode of 10 Things presented by our friends at KC Strength and Conditioning. We appreciate your support of what we got going on here at KC Sports Network. Uh, and we don't just cover the Chiefs. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, search KCSN on your favorite podcast platform. You can find our channels covering uh, the Kansas City soccer teams, the Sporting KC and the KC Current. Got some great content over there. We cover the Kansas City Royals. And we cover KU, K-State, and Mizzou with former insiders, guys who are plugged in, people who are plugged into these teams. Uh, a lot of good content uh, going on at KC Sports Network all across the board. We appreciate your support. Appreciate you hanging out with us today. Hope you all have a fantastic uh, start to your week, and we'll have more content here at KCSN as we get ready for that game next week against the Houston Texans and continue wrapping up and breaking down what we saw from the Chiefs against the Broncos on Sunday. Again, appreciate all of you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.